0: Alex, take it away, buddy.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetsBurts, who are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, joining you from my car, because it wasn't working so good when I was standing outside. I'm actually parked in a park right now, Andy. I got to play some golf this afternoon. How are you?
0: I did one from a park once. Remember, it was, like, in the middle of Montana when I was, God knows, or where was I? I don't remember it was like driving back, maybe Nebraska.
1: Yeah, you're Colorado. Some of my in a tree or something.
0: Yeah, I wedged in the tree. That these things happen. I did one from Atlanta, from a tree next to a lake. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you're just out and about. But yeah, I'm good. I'm doing fine. We've got South Dakota baseball today, Little League Baseball. We've got uh, plenty of stuff going on. We're getting closer to football. Golf starts tomorrow. Yes, yeah, somebody says Big Head Edition. I have this. Alex can't see how giant his head looks in this. I have it screenshotted to show him immediately <laughs> afterwards. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into some Win Bet Wednesday stuff, Win Total Wednesday. We'll get into some props. We'll get into – I have some golf props. If you didn't catch the golf show last night, I gave out a few there. I'll probably have a blog up tonight for the BMW. Definitely going to do a deep dive tonight. Probably my most excited out of next – except for next week is Chargers Chiefs tonight. And, yeah, let's – should we, just, should we just start with some uh, – we'll start with some BMW stuff. I just ran some quick numbers on this. I think I gave out a top 10 night I did. A Kevin Streelman top 10 price at like 9 to 1. A little more of a long shot, but some top 20s I really, really did like this week. Sam Burns, Jonathan Vegas, and Brandon Grace top 20. Plus 165 Burns, Vegas at plus 300, and Grace at 325. I've spent a lot more time than usual trying to figure out a course. I played it on the Nintendo. I looked at it on Google Maps. I talked to people who are better at this than me. Skinny fairways, probably penal rough. Decent size of greens, but maybe a little undulated. And, I, you know, I found some guys who I think uh, I'd I stuck together and moved my model around a little to hopefully take that into account. But yeah, just, a lot of it is still just form. And these guys, are form is plenty fine to be playing these numbers to get into the top 20 in a 70-man field. So those three for me. And like I said, blog out later with everything. I'll get my matchups, my first-round matchups and everything else I can find into that. And you know what? It's a double win total Wednesday. I'll start with football. We have a, Yeah, we have, a, we have a surprise after this. I won't spend a ton of time on the Packers because if you want, again, on the deep dive, we did an entire 45 minutes on these guys. This is, again, it's almost like how I talk about some of my golf bets. Like, last night I talked about fading Spieth and uh, Sergio. It wasn't, like, excited on the men I bet on. It was more of the men I bet against. And this is just, I'm really, really not feeling the rest of the NFC North. I mean, I already bet the under and the Lions. I'm really, really down on them. And just the Minnesota vaccination situation slash still have Kirk Cousins, slash the defense is bringing in rolled retwe- treads like Everson Griffin, plus they have linebacker injuries. The Bears appear to be a bit more of a mess than I thought they would. I kind of looked at this, and I'm like, 10-6 and six feels like a free roll. And then, you know, in my brain after like three seconds, like, oh, yeah, it'd be 10-7. and seven. I think I would bet this in a 16-game yeah. season. A little juicy to the over. I'm not sure if I, I'm going to have to do a little math on this, figure out if I want to lay the juice on 10 or play the 10 and a half, but I think 10 is such a modal number for them. I get uh, this free roll so often, and they end up with 11 or 12 wins quite a bit. So Aaron Rodgers is happy. I don't know if you know he brings back an old friend. I don't know if he's good anymore. But if he's happy with his receiving core, and you have Devontae Adams there, I, I don't understand how this stays under 10. So I don't battle a ton of overs. But I like this one quite a bit, and you, yeah, the other yeah, I think way. That's a good look. Win total Wednesday. Yeah, will have escape. to, yeah. Win total Wednesday is going to have to stop eventually because you know the football season will start. But we can so we're gonna do a little overlap here, maybe a little transition into Win Total Wednesday becoming a basketball feature. I don't know. Let's start we'll that see. today. Live of the car. I,
1: I haven't counted to see how many weeks that is. I don't know if ads. we have enough weeks for me to find win totals I like, but based on how many I found last year, I'm optimistic we'll be able to keep it going for quite some time, Andy. But I started this season with the Clippers. Um, I start to look at this team. I'm seeing under 45 and a half wins, under 44 and a half wins, a lot of different places. Um, their starting lineup is going to be Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, Paul George, Marcus Morris, and Zubac. And that is before Kawhi Leonard comes back, which could be before the end of the season. But you start to look at some of the moves this team taking veterans like Rondo and Beverly, trading them for cost-cutting assets and things like that. They were able to lock Leonard into a long-term deal. I don't see a lot of impetus for this team to rush him back this year to play with this group of guys, which, again, as I list that group, I challenge any of you to tell me who the 2nd leading scorer on the Clippers is going to be with any fair certainty. After Paul George, it's just a mess, this team, and I think it only kind of gets worse. We have a lot of older guys. Serge Ibaka is the backup center there. We know he struggled with injury every year. Zubac struggled. Mark Morris is getting older and has talked about kind of the physical bit, um, burden there. Eric Bledsoe, again, much older than he was. I mean, this team would be fun maybe, Andy, in like 2018, 2019, but it's not what you're in. So I look at this team. I look at the West. I look at, you know, some of the signals and things from the off season. I don't think this team really is going to be a 500 team, which is what they need to do and actually exceed that. It's an 82-game season, so 41 and 41 gets you to 500. I'm not sure they even get to there, let alone to some of the numbers I'm seeing here. So, happy to go under 44.5, under 45.5, and, and then plus a little bit on them to miss the playoffs. I think if this gets ugly, it could get really ugly fast they could start trying to sell off some assets they could be shutting guys down trying to move into the lottery to get a draft pick even if they do play well i think they get stuck in that play-in scenario where you have a competitive western conference and i think i'm going to be feel really happy holding that ticket at plus 300 even if they do somehow make that play-in scenario so we'll start with an under andy as you know i like in basketball clippers under 45 and a half 44 and a half both of those numbers are fine and then miss the playoffs at plus 300 I like that second one. I like holding some playoff tickets. And I've never had playoff tickets
0: because I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, so <laughs> Um it's Martin Cova is the top. I'm looking at the next the next slide. Martin Cova is on the top there. I feel like I bet that already. Is that something you gave out yesterday as we slide into Chicago and Cleveland here? Yeah,
1: there's a handful of tennis matches. The Chicago and Cleveland tournaments have gotten to the point where there's only a couple matches every day. So we talked about Martin Silva yesterday in Chicago, um, plus 105. I believe that number is still around. Um, you might actually be able to do a little bit better there. But as I talked about yesterday, I think this is the market carrying over some of the prices they set for the outright markets and not updating themselves based on a a player in Martin Silva, who's been injured the last couple weeks and I think is starting to look better playing against someone, Sue A. Shea, who's a very crafty veteran, but I don't see Martin Silva being the kind of mistake-prone player that she can really beat up on. I think Martin Silva's got the power and, and you know, the general talent in this game to have the match on a racket. I don't think she's going to blow it, but I did add a total. We've got Cornet Payalini over 20 and a half games. Um, if there's 21 out there at Standard Juice, that's fine, too. I think this 20 and a half was like minus 15, minus 20, something like that i have this at 21 or a cheap 21 and a half myself so really like this i think this is going to be a competitive match i think we can cover this in two sets there's a chance we go three didn't love the three set numbers so just going to stick with the over two and a half sets here and then did have a play in cleveland i think i mentioned this one yesterday as well but nothing to add in cleveland besides the contact garcia total um over 21 if you see a 21 and a half at less than standard juice that's fine I think there's a really good chance this match not only goes three, but I'm thinking we're getting a 7-5, 7-6 here in the first or second set. So um, one money line that we talked about and two totals here before we get to the U.S. Open qualifying.
0: Yeah, and speaking of U.S. Open qualifying, like just hit it. Keep going on
1: tennis, man. We got some bets there. How many
0: more days of this do we have?
1: A line. couple more days. This will wrap up on Friday. Um, a money line we talked about yesterday. Gorbats, minus uh, 135, playing against Lucretia Stefani. Not Luisa Stefani. Apparently there's multiple L Stefanis in the WTA, Annie. It's always interesting to learn that, but we got this at 135 yesterday. I think it started to tick out a little bit. We'd we'll still play this at 135, 140 if you can find it. Again, I think she is the better player. She's had some matches on hard court to build up some form. Stefani's the worst player, making a transition off clay. There's a lot of things pointing to Gorgoats here. Um, and then put together a parlay. Uh, Bolsova is playing against Duval. Duval is generally not a very good player. She's younger, kind of on the fringes of the 400s, almost 500s from a ranking perspective. Is making um, a court transition there, so I, we're getting some value going against her. Balsova has struggled, but um, as you am sure you know, Andy, in men's tennis, somebody like Pablo Correna Busta as a Spaniard is generally underrated on hard courts. Everybody assumes they'll be on clay, like Bolsova, who struggled on clay but is making a transition to a better surface on hard courts. So was happy to put her together with Hatuka here. Um, playing against Poncheg and a younger player who really struggles. Um, just curious to see what she's gonna be able to do. Hatuka's been playing nicely, so happy to put the two of these together. Like the value of both money a lot them together for plus 175 looked really nice so um a money line parlay there to go along with um our other money line and heck you can put all three of them together if you want
0: match i was gonna say mash them up mix them with little league doesn't matter there's a lot going on today Mm. there actually isn't little league Is that started? um i think it starts in a bit my south dakota team doesn't play till like four o'clock so i'm not really interested in the early games looks like we have a game at noon central a um, couple of the double elimination games. And then, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, California, South Dakota is at 4 p.m. my time. I'll be watching that. Thanks for all that tennis. We'll get back to football. We're doing this every day till we finally get some actual real football, finding one of these fun win bet markets. And today we kind of said, what, what was the other one we talked about? I was like, hey, this is a bit of a crapshoot. And I think it was most receiving or most passing touchdowns or most passing yards. Yeah, uh, I think we ended we there. we ended up with Matt Ryan a little bit in that one. This one has been real chalky too. I looked back a few years. it's uh, it was Devonte Adams last year. He's chalk this year, and we kind of talked off the air a, a little. Few. I don't, I don't know if I hate it. Like it's like, oh, it's chalk. You're just betting the chalk. It's it's like the tweet I had about betting you know betting John Rom at like eight to one to win a tournament and then he wins it by four. Are you really dumb? You cashed an eight to one. Go do that in a baseball game tomorrow. I like to see you try. You have to be betting, you know, multiple reverse alternate, uh, whatever ultimate ultimate run lines. That's not what that's called. But Devontae Adams seven to one again. It, he's always looking for him in the red zone. He had uh, like eighteen touchdowns last year. I mean, maybe a little more variance with uh, the fact that we have an extra game this year. But looking down this list, I don't know if there's like a long shot I'm really excited about taking. Did you see anyone?
1: Uh, like you said, the top two look really appealing. Again, I haven't done any high-level math or run any models on this, but I assumed that Tyreek Hill and, and Devontae Adams would be kind of in that 4-1, to 5-1 to range, so I was pretty surprised yeah. to see 7-8. and eight. The only long shot that I really looked at was A.J. Brown. I think he's getting kind of knocked down here because people assume Julio Jones. G- Jones is going to take a bunch of his touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen. Jones has generally struggled in the red zone. Now, he's not going to get the same attention here as he did in Atlanta, but I think him being on the field actually makes it easier for A.J. Brown. And if Tennessee can kind of embrace what they did in the offseason, maybe we see more of a passing team here in an attempt to take some carries off of Derrick. Henry through the years. So 29, I didn't mind. But at the same time, I mean, seven one on Devontae Adams, who is the number one is the leader in this or close to the leader in this almost every year. I mean, I, don't, I can think of a lot worse bets to make, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not actually going to get involved in this, but if you made me bet on this, I think I probably would go Devontae. I looked a little bit at uh, Diggs, but they run a little too much, and you have a running quarterback who can snipe some uh, red zone touchdowns for you there. And then, yeah, the other one, too, was, like you said, A.J. Brown. He is a stud. Remember that touchdown where he caught it at, like, the six? Got wrapped up by three guys and scored somehow anyway. So there's a, there's a few guys that – Peak the interest, but probably not enough for a bet. So, And if you do want to make a bet in this market, this, of course, is available at our title sponsor, WinBet. You can sign up, get a $500 risk-free bet, 1000 if you live in Michigan. In fact, they might be jacking that up to 1000 in some of these new states, too. So yeah. look for that if your state is looking to pass I like legislation anytime soon, as they are always looking to get into new jurisdictions. Minnesota's still a long way but you know, Wisconsin, Wisconsin is coming, but apparently like only in one place, really close to Lambo, which is stupid. And they're they're pulling the whole Washington D.C. thing, where it's like, hey, we legalize betting in this one building, and it's not mobile or I don't know. Either way, either way, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Good luck in your golf. Have fun at Bet Bash. Um, we'll catch you tomorrow, and good luck to all the tennis bets. We will you. Uh, see you well, Thursday. That's right.